aka Patters. Thank you for joining me. A little bit of a pause there. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of saying that at the beginning of every single episode, but we got a lot going on. I'll update you. But right here, right now, we're continuing our epic Netflix run. We just did Six Underground with episode 360. You're with me for episode 361. If you like Thor, if you like the name Hemsworth, if you know what Russo Brothers means, and you add some Netflix, you got something cool, you got something special. We're talking extraction. Let's go. Yeah, so the entire like landscape of streaming, and thank you for joining me. Thanks for sticking with me through that intro. Let me let me get this thought out of my head. The entire landscape of streaming is constantly getting turned on its head. It's in a constant state of flux. The industry leaders. Now, Netflix is going to lead for a while just because they, they have the users. They have the people addicted to it. But everyone else... Okay, they're they're still stealing money away from Netflix, even if they're a rising platform. HBO Max rising, Tubi rising, Disney Plus rising, Paramount Plus is it Paramount Plus or is it Paramount Peak? That one rising. The point I'm getting at: the only way to win. Here we go. You you guys ready? Are you ready for the next giant boom when it comes to uh, content? The only way to win, people, is to make the best movies. It's to make the best documentaries. It's to make the best TV shows. It's to make the best content. 2020. Right? There's, let me double check. This, this movie came out in 2020. 2020 okay i didn't even know this movie was coming and then all all of a sudden everything became extraction it took over the entire sphere now i'll say social media sphere not news cycle not blog sphere but it's a social media sphere because we kind of have to admit when we use that term that the news networks they're all about clicks they're all about gut reactions. They're they're really not doing any job. They're not doing their job. They're 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 not doing any service for us. Right? I mean we can we can all relatively admit that. So it, it just makes it all confusing. And that's really what I'm getting at. That's where I'll I'll leave it. But extraction took everything over. Chris Hemsworth our boy Thor attached to it definitely it gives you a reason to watch it. It really does. And then we have the other names attached, the Russo brothers. So the Russo brothers effectively have become what you think the Wachowski brothers should have become. The Wachowski brothers went into almost irrelevance through uh like oh my god it's there it does are there i'm a fan and a big fan of just about every single one of their movies 
everything that they've written, produced, and directed. But the way how the public receives the content, the movies, it's like a, um, you know, they have to like it forever. I mean, you, you can't miss more than two times when it comes to your access to Hollywood money and talent. So, like, the Wachowskis, they do Bound. We know them for The Matrix. And then there was, like, this epic anticipation for Matrix 2 and 3, Reloaded and Revolutions. And between that, we had this Matrix, uh, this Animatrix, which created uh, a trend that's somewhat still going of doing supplemental genre-driven, geek-driven content around your movie. Like, even even something like Southland Prophecies uh, from, you know, our boy that did Donnie Darko had a graphic novel supplementation. We've seen similar things with Animatrix for Terminator Salvation, Van Helsing, Chronicles of Riddick, like, you know, uh, Dead Space, right? Uh, video game. Like, you know, so they, they kind of created this thing with, with Animatrix, and the Animatrix, relatively pound for pound, is phenomenal uh, next to Robot Carnival. I mean, it's, 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 it's one of the best anime anth- anthologies ever, and it falls in line with everything that The Matrix stood for. Like, just on a aesthetic level. So, you know, Matrix uh, 2 and 3, uh, no one got amped for Speed Racer. B for Ven- Vendetta, which should be the most relevant movie today, largely forgotten. Like, uh, I'm comparing it to where it should be. Ninja Assassin, like, okay, uh... The Jupiter movie? What's it? I'm forgetting the, the name of that. <laughs> right? Sons of Jupiter, Stars of Jupiter. I freaking love that movie. That movie is so nuts. The visuals are, are crazy. Giant lizard dudes. Like, how do you not love it? So the Wachowskis have this like peak. They 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 peak. Uh I believe they also wrote the specialist with Stallone and Stone. So they peak and then it takes them a long time to get off of the mountain, not just off of the mountaintop, but just off the mountain. Because again, you know, um, for Warner Brothers, something like The Matrix funded like 20 years of of work for people. It, you know, like relatively speaking, it did. Exaggerating a little bit there. And then we have the Russos. Uh, they come from the world of Game of Thrones. And then they're relatively given a franchise similar to Thor from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nobody wanted a second Captain America movie. But then we got Winter Soldier. And, you know, like, this is a part of this. Now it looks it looks like Providence when it comes to Ke- Kevin Feige. But it's not. <laughs> like, I was so confused going into Civil War, I um, mean, going into Winter Soldier, because, like, they were just skipping from origin to the modern-day definition of Captain America. I mean, we're talking the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. 
Okay. It all that's gone. We go from origin, Kirby like Kirby and Simon origin Captain America to the Ed Brubaker Winter Soldier. So but the movie worked. It was a uh, revelation almost. Now, this is in a run of disappointing sequels. Iron Man 2, disappointing. Iron Man 3, disappointing. Thor The Dark World, disappointing. People look back and they, you know, they like to shine the turd, tell you different things. I'm just saying this is where the movies were when they came out. Now, a lot of those movies I liked. I really did. I love Iron Man 3. I really do. I think it's crazy. So, the Russo brothers go on this run. Historically, I mean, it's probably better than Spielberg, right? Like when Spielberg kind of gave us his, his initial run. But here we have Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay, first they're coming off of the biggest TV show in the history of of humankind. Then it's the Winter Soldier. They legitimately revitalize and create the franchise with that movie. It wasn't Captain America. It was Winter Soldier that created Captain America. Then we get Civil War. And then what we we get is what I view as the best giant blockbuster of all time, which is Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War, on the sheer idea of what it handles and how it handles it. Now, the caveat for that is you have to know everything happening in that movie before you sit down to watch that movie. It's the only way a lot of it makes sense. But they went for it. They really did. And then some people will argue with me and say, no, Pete, it's Avengers Endgame. That's the greatest movie. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, it really, okay. It's one, one or the other. I, I'm not crazy for Endgame. I'm really not. So these guys have stroke. They have pull. They have access to talent. You know, they're where the Wachowskis were post-Matrix. But these guys are quiet, <laughs> right? Like, they, they're just they're just so quiet. I guess, like, they they say the personality trait of geniuses or, like, you know, high, highly level focused functional people is that they you don't hear from them because they pour everything into what they do and they don't have insane social lives. So they're defined by creating security around themselves long-term relationships, family, and they're defined through their work. Uh, I'm the absolute opposite. I try and do it all, do it all all the time. I'm going to do it all until I run into a brick wall multiple, multiple, multiple times. So with their stroke, they do this movie with Netflix, and it hits the spectrum. It hits the, the social media sphere. And you just hear about these action sequences. And so you say you finally sit down to watch this movie. And it's a rich kid in a foreign country. Gets kidnapped. They hire Hemsworth to track him down. There's other people of interest connected through the family also doing the same thing. Everyone is against each other for a stretch of this movie. 
adversaries become allies. Chris Hemsworth and this other phenomenal uh, assassin dude. I I I, I should have known his uh, his real real name, but the dude's phenomenal. And then like the movie ends the way we we know it's going to end. They're going to get the kid rescued. They're going to get the kid back to where he's supposed to be, but Hemsworth is going going to die. And then along the way, we have this um, definition. They define Chris Hemsworth's character as a um almost like a a lost soul he's tortured uh he he does what he does period you know like uh these are tropes but they're well done and hemsworth sells them and then along the way we have this this director's uh same what's his name what's this guy's same hargrave and he's an actor he's got Previous directing credits, I tried to get some of his most recent films. I, I couldn't even get them through Wikipedia. Uh, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, he is a long-running stunt coordinator also. So he, he's a little bit of like the guys that, that make John Wick. And then here we go. Like we, How much do we spend on Extraction? We spend $65 million. It feels like it's a $300 million movie. Uh, a potential franchise, potential sequel, because they do kind of end it on a on an incredible, awesome cliffhanger that I absolutely love. And then here's your kicker. Here, here's your freaking kicker. Extraction is based on a comic book that the Russo brothers made. This goes into this idea that they're 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 um going all in on their audience because they have a comic book connection they have the connection with game of thrones they're going all in and they're they're very smart now the comic that this is based on i think it's based on the little boy's name uh, i think his name's like cleo or uh, kia something like that but the kid that the rescuing i'm pretty sure that's the name of uh, of the graphic novel and i i couldn't get up i couldn't get any information on that either hard to google not much there. Uh, it's like 50 or 60 bucks on Amazon. So, you know, and from what I could tell, the art style just seems, you know, like uh, typical for that type of book. Uh, no fire. It's not like me. So, but there you go. I mean, two of the better modern day action movies already. Six Underground, Extraction, and guess what? <laughs> Triple Frontier. That's your trilogy, and that's our next episode, everyone. Episode 362, Get Ready for Triple Frontier. Peter A. DeLuca here. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Subscribe, support. Do everything you can to uh, promote this because, you know, we're, we're trying to build the army. Uzi Susie, that's my mini comic, available right now on, on Etsy. Trial by Fire, available right now on Indiegogo. Get a free trading card. Of the Wolf Pack, join the AKA Pad Army for free when you hit akapad.com and sign up. Name and address, and I, I, I will send you a free trading card and other merch. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, episode 362, Triple Underground.